Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Louise Manns from New Hampshire and her two dogs named Belle and Aurora and her cat named Lily. Hello to Finn, who is seven, in Clee Ellum, Washington. Hello to Ram Bassan. Hello to Dome, who is three, and hello to Julian and Mira. Happy belated birthday to Erin E. from Albuquerque, New Mexico, who turned six on August 19th. Happy belated birthday to Amil from San Antonio, Texas, who turned four on August 22nd. Your mom, dad, and entire family love you very much. Happy belated birthday to Aerith from Arlington, Texas, who turned 10 on August 27th. And happy belated birthday to Daniel Lopez, who turned 7 on August 27th. Happy birthday to Laylee, who has a birthday on August 28th. Happy birthday to Urson Kobe, who is turning 7 on August 28th. Happy birthday to Amir from Philadelphia, who is turning 8 on August 29th. Happy birthday to Benjamin, who is turning 7 on August 31st. Mom and Dad are very proud of you and love you very much. Happy birthday to Rory, who is turning 6 on September 1st. Happy birthday to Katie Bear Bear from Thermopolis, Wyoming, who is turning 4 on September 3rd. Happy birthday to Will Leah, who is turning three on September 3rd. Happy birthday to James Colvin, who is turning six on September 4th and who started kindergarten on August 24th. Mom, Dad, Arabella, and Raj love you so much. Keep being kind, gentle, smart, cheeky, a great listener, and a great big brother. Happy birthday to John in Florida, who is seven, from mom, dad, and your four sisters. And happy birthday to Ulrich from Albuquerque, New Mexico, who is turning 10 on September 6th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. Betsy and Puddles have gone to look for the apple trees that Betsy remembers seeing as she was wandering before she came to Farmer Vernon's farm. When they arrive, they see lots of apples and decide to have a treat before they get some to take back. When they are eating, Puddles hears a noise again and turns to see some foxes and raccoons. And they don't look happy. Puddles and Splash, The Mystery of the Missing Apples, Part 3. The air in the clearing had a sudden chill to it. It grew silent, save for the rustle of leaves, the distant calls of forest birds, 
and the unmistakable sound of a low growl from the foxes and raccoons. Betsy and Puddle stood in the center, surrounded by a circle of cranky foxes and raccoons. There was a noticeable tension in the air, and Puddle started to feel a little bit frightened. After all, despite his intelligence, speed, and bravery, he was but one small piglet. Betsy was big and had more experience dealing with unfriendly animals, but not this many, and not when she was so far from a barn. Puddles thought to himself, I am brave, I am brave. I may not be as big and strong as Splash, but I can do things too. He then took a great big breath and said, Hi there, my name is Puddles, and this is Betsy. We are animals on Farmer Vernon's farm. A fox with a distinctive white streak across his face stepped forward from the group. His eyes glinted with a mix of mischief and menace. Well, 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 he drawled, his voice dripping with sarcasm. What do we have here? A cow and a pig, far from their barn. Betsy thought he didn't sound like a very nice fox. Puddles shuffled his hooves nervously. We were just looking for more apples, he mumbled. Our other apples mysteriously disappeared. Your apples? <laughs> laughed a raccoon with a crooked tail. You mean the apples we've rightfully taken. Betsy, trying to keep her composure, spoke with authority. Those apples and these here belong to the farm. If you took those apples near our barns, you've stolen from us. The fox with the white streak smirked. The forest, lands, and their bounty are for everyone. Farmer Vernon fenced up lands and claimed them. Why can't we take what's on the ground and in the trees? Another raccoon piped up. Yeah, and why should we go hungry while you have a feast? It's just a treat for you animals. Some of us have had nothing to eat for a long time. What with that big angry dog chasing us away from your barns all the time? Puddle's eyes widened. Huh? But, but we didn't know you were hungry. There's enough on the farm for everyone. We could have shared with you if you just asked. The fox leaned in closer, his nose almost touching Puddle's. We don't ask. We take. That's the way of the wild. Puddles shuddered. This fox and raccoon really weren't very friendly. Betsy, gathering courage, said, We might live on a farm, but we understand the wild more than you think. We are all animals trying to care for our families. Stealing isn't the answer. A younger raccoon with bright, curious eyes hesitated. I didn't want to steal. I just followed the others. I heard tales of juicy apples lying on the ground and falling from the trees. Who could resist? But I didn't want anyone else to go without. We still have most of the apples from your farm. We could share them with you. 
the fox with the white streak shot a warning glance at the young raccoon, but then turned his attention back to Betsy. Tales of sharing and understanding sound lovely for bedtime, but this is reality. And in reality, we have your apples, and I don't plan on sharing. Nor do I plan on sharing these. Puddles gulped, but stood his ground. What do you want from us? Why surround us and be so angry? Just let us go. The fox looked amused. You think it's that simple? Maybe we want more than apples. Maybe we want all the food on the farm. Puddles frowned. But that's not for you to decide. The farm belongs to Farmer Vernon and the animals. Please, reconsider. Sharing food is the best way. We can tell Splash and Farmer Vernon about your plight. We have you surrounded, sneered the crooked-tailed raccoon. You are in no position to negotiate. A soft voice from the back spoke up this time from an older raccoon with wise, gentle eyes. Enough. Threats and stealing are not our way. We have strayed from our path, driven by hunger and tales of bountiful harvests. But this, this isn't us. You have made your point. Let's stop this nonsense before we scare this young piglet out of his wits. The fox with the white streak looked ready to respond, but the older raccoon continued. I remember days when we'd forage, find our food, and return to our families without causing harm. These farm animals are not our enemies. Puddles nodded. We really aren't. There's always a middle path, a way to get along. The group began murmuring among themselves. It was evident that opinions were divided. While some foxes and raccoons seemed to realize the gravity of their actions, others appeared restless and eager for more. Betsy sighed. Let us go and we'll come back with help. We know about your situation now. If foxes and raccoons can work together, then certainly we all can, Puddle said with a tinge of hope. The fox with the white streak looked skeptical, but intrigued. He was a hard fox, but though he sounded scary, it was only his way of showing leadership. His original goal was to scare the pig and cow so that they would never come back to eat these apples again, nor would they try to stop them next year from taking the ones close to the barn. He had never considered asking for help. Fine, he said, flicking his tail dismissively. We will be waiting for you here. As the circle of animals began to disperse, Betsy and Puddles exchanged relieved glances, happy that nothing bad had happened. Betsy and Puddles made their way back to the barn, happy to have solved the mystery. The raccoons and foxes were working together to take the apples, 
but the reason they did so was to feed themselves and their families. While the animals on the farm treated the apples as nothing more than a treat, the foxes and raccoons wanted them in order to survive. After walking as fast as possible, they finally saw the barn in the distance. Approaching the barn, they were greeted with concerned faces from the other animals, including Chester, the rooster who got everyone up in the morning and helped guide the chickens out the barn door. What happened? Did you solve the mystery? Clara, a motherly hen, clucked as she waddled over. Betsy and Puddles relayed their encounter with the foxes and raccoons, emphasizing the urgency of the situation. As they spoke, a crowd of farm animals gathered around, each trying to offer their solution. We should fortify our fences, suggested Tina, a sturdy old cow. That won't solve the root issue, countered Daisy, a wise old chicken. We need to help them. We have plenty of food, and they, for now, do not. Ollie, another chicken, perching atop of the barn, spoke up. While you and Betsy were off trying to find the other apple trees, I talked to one of the barn cats. Apparently, there is yet another grove of apple trees on the far side of the farm. It's wild and vast, untouched for years. If we share its location and help them find it, there might be more than enough apples for them. Puddle's eyes lit up. That's a wonderful idea. And we don't really need to have apples. It's just a treat after all. Betsy nodded. We'll have to show them, let them know we want to help. As they were murmuring about their idea, Splash walked in amongst the animals that had gathered. Foxes and raccoons can't live on apples alone, he said. It's a great start, but they will need more. I will talk to Farmer Vernon and let him know what has been happening. We may at times be at odds with foxes and raccoons, but that is no reason for them to not have enough food to eat. Chickens, why don't you create a map of the old orchard that we can deliver to them? Cows and pigs, why don't you gather some excess feed and we'll hook up a cart to take it to them? With that plan in mind, the farm animals worked hard. They collected the food they were to have for dinner and, with the help of the chickens, made a map that marked the location of the old apple grove. Before Puddles could retire for the evening, Splash walked up to him. You were really brave today. Trying to help a bunch of cranky raccoons can be scary. And that fox certainly didn't act very friendly towards you, Splash said. How did you know? Puddles said surprised. I had followed the fox and raccoon tracks through the back fields of the neighboring farm, found where they kept the apples, and then followed them to where you all met and had your confrontation. Why didn't you intervene? One look at you and they would have all scattered. I thought you and Betsy handled it very well. Sometimes giving animals a chance to talk and just listening to their concerns is the best approach. 
If I had jumped in, we might never have found out that so many of them were going hungry. What you and Betsy did was the best approach, Splash said. Thank you for trusting us, Puddle said. I really do hope we can help them. The next morning, after Chester announced the start of the day, the animals walked out of the barn with a sense of purpose. It was a beautiful day. Under the watchful eyes of the sun, Betsy and Puddles, accompanied by another cow pulling a wagon full of food, returned to the clearing in the woods. The fox with the white streak, the older raccoon, and their cohorts were already waiting. Without a word, Betsy offered the wagon of food and the map. Splash stood behind, watching the proceedings from a distance. The fox's eyes widened in surprise. This is a gesture of friendship, Puddles began. The map leads to a grove of wild apple trees. We hope this food will help you no longer be hungry until a permanent solution can be found. The older raccoon stepped forward. We were wrong, and for that, we apologize. Hunger made us forget who we are. Huddles smiled. It's a new day. I hope we can all work together, just like you and the foxes have learned to. I appreciate what you have done for us, and I am sorry for how I acted. I have learned something new today, the fox with the white streak said. While I will always be a fox, and a fox has got to be a fox, I am happy to know that we have new friends. If you animals ever need help, please don't hesitate to ask. The foxes and raccoons took the food and left for their homes. When all the food was gone, Puddles, Splash, and Betsy turned and returned to the farm with a full heart and a smile on their faces. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs>